right, we're back for another episode. Do you know what episode it is? We're going to, I don't know, because we're going <laughs> to... Well, 129. Gonna, yes. I don't know if you heard me counting, but I did over 1,000. <laughs> we're going to change them up a little bit, because we're going to record a couple in a row, and I'm going to decide which ones drop where. Mm. So we're somewhere in the 50s. So it's just another episode. It is just another episode. Just another, just episode. another you know, just another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. I've never seen it. You've never seen Mr. Rogers? No, I'm, I'm not as old as you. Oh, man. They're coming out with a Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. He's like the painter guy, right? No, that's Bob Ross, you shithead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rogers was the guy who wore the cardigan sweater, and he'd always walk in, and he'd like talk about life lessons. and The black guy? Oh, that just raped God. a bunch of girls? That's Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same. So. No, they are not. <laughs> Mr. Rod, like, so the movie looks cool because it's uh, like a reporter trying to do an expose on him and like find out that he's actually, you know, a shithead or something. Oh, is and, he? Well, his girlfriend is like, don't ruin my childhood for me. Like finding out that he's like a pedophile oh, or some shit. Probably is. And it turns out he's just a like an awesome dude who oh. gives like cares about people. All right, well that's good. Yeah. Usually we don't see that. Usually ends up like Bill yeah, Cosby. Exactly. Exactly. You think he's gonna end up being this monster, <laughs> yep. but it turned like the from what I can tell and what I know about Mr. Rogers, he was just a genuinely good dude who wanted to make Paintings. people feel good. <laughs> wanted to make people happy oh, okay. and feel better about themselves. Yeah, I'll have to watch it then. So it'll be a good movie. I'm excited for it. The the trailer got me a little bit. Got you choked up. I did. I watched it. I was like, oh god, this looks so good. <laughs> That's one thing I'm finding I never used to do. What? Before I turned like 25, like get what? emotional at movies. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really watch movies that like would get me emotional though. They you don't. ever see Guardians of the Galaxy two? The fuck. Yes. Where the blue How? guy dies. <laughs> You're such a... Where he dies and they do like the Reaver funeral or whatever. Oh my God. And Sylvester Stallone shows up. And his like Sylvester Stallone ship shows up at the end of Guardians 2. Oh, and they yeah, yeah, like yeah. do the fireworks. I was like, that was the first time I remember crying in a movie theater. <laughs> Did you get choked up when Spider-Man died too? Yeah. Oh my N God. Not as much as when Tony Stark died. Hashtag oh, yeah. spoiler alert. Oh my God. You're dead to me. Uh, You've gone soft. It just gets, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I find the weirdest parts of like movies now. I'm, I, like I catch myself and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> so I'm just getting all welled up over a movie trailer. Over a superhero that died. Yeah, it was That's emotional. what they do. No. They fight and then they, they just die eventually. They live forever. Just like me and Betty White. All right, today we're gonna to talk about our drop-in experiences. I hope that entire intro makes it. Oh yeah, it will, <laughs> definitely. We're gonna talk about our drop-in experiences. Um, we've dropped into a couple places. It's one of the things that I enjoy doing and we highly encourage people to do when you're traveling. Make sure that you try to drop in somewhere. The cool thing is you yep. get to experience the other gyms and their coaching and their culture and their community or lack thereof, all of those things. Yeah, I always tell people who travel, like they always ask for, um, like at home workouts or body weight workouts, hotel workouts. Yeah. And we have, I think we both have like PDFs that we'll send to yep. people that. I got like 75 of them. Yeah, all body weight workouts, which is awesome. I love that people are working out while they're traveling and they're keeping like their fitness routine. That's sweet. But if you get a chance, yeah, find a gym that's nearby, drop into it because every CrossFit gym is 
totally different. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's misunderstood by people is it's not a franchise model. Right. So if, what the difference between a franchise like uh, at Jimmy John's, mm -hmm. they all have the same bread recipe and they have standard operating procedures yep. for you need to buy from this vendor and you, it needs to look like this and you yep. have this. That's a franchise. It, they, you get told from on high exactly how to run your business. Yep. It's more expensive that way because right. they have all of those things in place and you have to use their branding, their advertising. CrossFit is a licensing model. Yep. So that means that we pay to use the CrossFit name and we can run our gyms independently and however we want. Yep. That's cool in one regard, excuse me, because gyms get to really become their own things and their yep. own identities um, and they get to create their own culture and community. And the cream gets to rise to the top, like the best gyms stick around. Yep. And the bad part about that is a lot of people don't know the difference. Right. They, they go think, to one bad gym, they think, oh, all CrossFit gyms are bad. Yeah, they think that this is, okay, so I go to a CrossFit gym and I drop in or like I try out a free class and I don't have a great experience. So that just means I'm not going to enjoy CrossFit. Right. Because yep. they think that how everybody, we all do the same thing in the same ways. Yep. It's just not true. Right, yeah. Every every place is run a little differently. And I, I enjoy when I travel once every seven years that <laughs> trying to go into like a new gym. Or even like when we go to our seminars, we try to stop in yep. on the way. Or if we, you know, break the car breaks down for a couple hours, <laughs> we'll stop into in a Erie, gym. In Pennsylvania. Yeah. And it's, it's always fun um, seeing different locations, seeing different setups, seeing different like coaching styles and communities and atmospheres and vibes. And it's something that, like you said, we encourage people to do. Yeah. So I've picked up, you know, over the, the times that I've gotten to drop in other places, I picked up some really things that I think gyms are doing really well. Mm -hmm. And I've had some really bad experiences. Agreed. Things that, uh, I don't think gyms are doing well. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about. Um, we'll start with the uh, start with the good stuff. Start with the good. One of the I mean, we went to Wisconsin for our active life um, assessment workshop. Yep. They have a Sunday class. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. That was. It was structured pretty similar to what we're doing. There was a warm up specific warm up workout. Yep. Um, the coach was enthusiastic. It was a well led class. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been coaching for ten years. Yeah. And I think you could tell. Yeah, it, there was there was some good structure. We ended right on time. Things mm -hmm. didn't go over. Um, I thought that part of that drop in experience was pretty good. Yeah. Thing. Um, this isn't like a specific, I don't know, thing to drop into that class or a different class, but I can tell that it's a really like cool community when I drop into a gym and the members come up and introduce themselves. Yeah, that that is cool. That makes this like the whole community CrossFit thing feel really small. Um, and I've been to gyms where as soon as I walk in, you got like three or four members coming up. Hey, we don't recognize you. What's your name? Shaking my hand, introduce themselves. That is cool. Yeah. And then I've had the other ones where I walk in and I feel like the odd man out. Everybody's staring at me. No yeah. one comes up and says anything. Like, who the F is this dude? Yes. So those are two totally different scenarios that um, like right off the bat make it a good experience or potentially a bad experience yeah um we dropped in i won't name the gym but it was down like kentucky way um we dropped in for class uh the day before the fourth 
I think it was, so the third. They were doing like their Fourth of July workouts, uh-huh. and um, boohoo on me, we were like two minutes late, mm-hmm. and I was freaking out. We went to the 9 a.m. class, I was like, man, we're, we're, we're late. I hate being late. Yep. I don't like when people show up late to class. Yep. So I was like, man, we're late, shit. We walked in, kind of ended up finding out who the coach was because he was the guy standing with the bang energy drink in his hand. <laughs> Leaned up against the pillar. I was like, hey man, uh, we'd love to take this class, but if we're, if we're late, <coughs> you know, cause we saw, I saw people going already. Yep. I was like, if we're late, you know, I got no problem. We can stay till the next class. He's like, no, nah, warm up and we'll get started. It turns out that the eight o'clock class was still doing their workout. Mm. It was like nine ten by this time. So they're still <laughs> going. So they're 10 minutes late. Shit show. There was no structured warm up. Like mm. it was warm up, you know, just, just do it. And it was like a 40 minute partner AMRAP, like a 40 minute Metcon. Uh. So there's no like, yeah, we're going to do this for a warm up. Uh-huh. He, he was less like, yeah, get warmed up and whenever you're ready, we'll start. And then a couple minutes huh. later, he comes over and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna start, but if you're not ready, we can just you can start whenever you, whenever you want." Like, no, very. We'll start. Interesting. And then uh, it was like, "Okay, three, two, one, go!" Boom, we started. Cool. There was, I think it was like, "Hey, this is the workout that we're doing." Uh-huh. There was no like whiteboard briefing. Really. We took off about 15 minutes or so in their competitors uh-huh. came to the gym sure, and you could tell cause they were just kind of like sitting there and looking around and they were going to end up doing the same workout. So they started probably 20 minutes after we did. Uh, one of the coaches ended up jumping in with them while he was cl- coaching class. <laughs> there was two coaches. One was the owner and one was the coach. Uh, ended up jumping in with them. At one point in time, halfway through my workout, one of their competitors came over and took my kettlebell. I'd break a knee. Like, <laughs> I go for, a, I, I'm doing the pull-ups or something, and we're supposed to go for a run, and then I come back and just like doing this, and my kettlebell's just gone, and the guy next to me has it. <laughs> like, what the, what the fuck, man? So the coach actually grabs it and puts it back in front of me. So kudos to him for doing that part yeah. at least. So it sounds like it's just very unstructured. There was, an, there was nothing. And Man, my question is like, how do they bring on new members who don't know like what's going on? At least like, you know what's going on because you've been doing CrossFit for a while and you kind of coach it. Yeah. Like, what do new people do when they don't know? I have no idea. Come yeah. for a day and don't ever come back? That was, I don't know. I don't know how their on-ramp process yeah. looks like. Now, um, one thing that they did well, they were, the, the owner had been around for a while. He was a, more of an OG. I think they started back in like 2008. Uh-huh. And it, that's what it seemed like. It seemed very much like CrossFit back in the day. Got your core group of people that know what they're doing and get after it. Yeah, and that, that like minimal coaching, like, hey, this is the workout of the day. <coughs> Warm yourself up and then we're going to go when you're ready. Yep. And he was super personable. He was really nice and friendly. I mean, the dude, the, both of the coaches were cool guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there just was very little coaching going on. You're right, that's how, I mean, that's how CrossFit used to be in the early days was, this is the wad, you know, get yourself prepared, we're gonna hit it hard, here's the movement real quick. Not as like structured and as much coaching and specific warm-ups and progressions as we see most classes now. Yeah, there was just a, there was a lack of what I felt to be <coughs> 
professionalism of the coaching yep. aspect, mm-hmm. um, which is something that we strive for uh, when we do class. So now again, that was there was some good things in there, right? Yeah. They were cool. Um, you know, they were they were the coaches were pretty welcoming. Just the whole the thing overall. I don't. I'm not trying to trash talk. Right. I, it was just areas that I could see for improvement. So like ha- introducing some structure, you know, um, actively coaching, not walking around with a drink in your hand. Right. Um, one of them had coffee. The other one had a bang energy drink and that's just kind of how they did it. And it mm-hmm. was just very like nonchalantly like, Hey, let's work on those. There was very little like scaling yep. progressions. And I don't even think I saw a set of rings hung up on the rig. So people were doing either kipping who <laughs> had, or bust. Who had no business in like doing kipping pull-ups. Yeah. Um, or like some sort of a jumping variation mm-hmm. or something. I had a pretty similar experience when I went down to a gym um, in Tennessee. It was actually it was it was kind of weird. They had one coach led the warm-up, which was led really well. It was a massive gym, tons of equipment. So we all did like, everybody had their own crossover symmetry. We all did crossover symmetry. Nice. We did some, they had big turf. We did some like line drills in the turf and stuff like that. Um, and then another coach kind of took over for the workout. And it was three, two, one, go. He went over, grabbed his food, and started talking with all the competitors in the gym. Yeah. Not one cue is given, not one like, hey, good job, guys, and you got 10 minutes left or whatever through the entire workout, Hmm. which halfway through, I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. I mean, coming from like the coach and me, I'm like, this guy's over here eating his food, talking to the competitors in the gym and like completely forgot about the class. Yeah. The people who are keeping the lights on. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. It was interesting. They had one coach led the warm up. I think he actually ended up jumping in the class and then another coach took over mm. and then just like abandoned. <laughs> Did that coach just like just get done with his workout or something? So he needed a minute for the other guy to run the No, I think he showed up late. Oh. I think he was late. So one of the other coaches just took over. Okay. Started running us through the warm up. Gotcha. Jumped like did the warm up with us, jumped into class and the other coach showed up. Yeah. Um, eating his food, started the clock. <laughs> and then just walked over and started hanging out with people. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the, <coughs> the conversation kind of evolves into like standards that we have set for our coaching. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, start class on time. Yep. Start with a whiteboard brief. Yep. Take everybody through the general warm up. We know the purpose of the general warm up is to just uh, get you moving, get elevate your body temperature. You should be sweating maybe a little bit. Go through a specific warm-up with the class, right? This is your opportunity to see, um, correct, coach, cue, yep. make any changes that you need to make, um, and actively coach through the workout. Yes. Like, you don't play with the radio. You don't walk around with a drink in your hand. You don't have your phone out. Right. You're not eating while you're on the floor. Yep. There is, I mean, it's, it's bringing a sense of professionalism to this thing, you know, still be friendly and still, but like, look, like everybody has an hour and they expect to be here for an hour. And if you're not respecting the timeline and you're pushing over 10, 20 minutes every single day, like, dude, that shit happens sometimes. Right. Not going to lie. Yeah. 
we'll go five, 10 minutes late. Of course. And we'll always apologize. Hey, yep. we're 10 minutes late. That's totally my fault. Yep. If you need to take off, I get it. Just leave your stuff. Yep. Um, and I'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. But if we start doing that every single day, then people are like, well, I'm not going to go there because yeah. I've, yeah, I've, I've got an, an hour, hour class. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of, it all circles like to the standards that we set for mm -hmm. the thing. And, um, one of the other things we noticed at a drop in that we did on our way out to Massachusetts for the Bergeron thing was there was a, one of the cool, I thought it was kind of cool. They had a coach and an assistant coach. Yep. So that was kind of neat. How it would work is like the coach would explain the assistant coach would demo yep. and the coach would kind of cue and correct the movements. And, um, and then during the class, right, they were both walking around, yeah. giving cues, cheering, helping. Yep. Yeah. That was cool. I think that that was, that was, that was neat. And I, that might be a better kind of like, they were using it to on-ramp coaches. I think, yeah, that's what it seemed like. One was the more experienced coach, the other one was a little bit newer. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that was cool. Another thing I liked when we went into um, <clears throat> CFNE, CrossFit New England, was we didn't drop in for class, it was just open gym, but we went there just to like look at the place. We didn't plan yeah. on working out. We had, we had like 20 minutes to just look around and then we had to hit the road. And we walked in, <coughs> excuse me, we were approached by how many people? How many coaches? The, the front desk chick was first, and then all three of the coaches, all th yeah. three of the four coaches that were there. All approached us, smile on their face, shook our hand, asked where we're coming from, what we're doing in New England, like started making small talk, and I immediately felt like like warm welcoming. Yeah. And that was awesome. Yeah. That's something that I really try to do when um, people drop in here. As soon as I, as soon as I see a new – and I, I took that – from that experience because I know how it made me feel. So if I see a new face, um, first thing I do is walk over, smile, shake hands, start kind of making some small talk. Yeah. Hoping to make them feel welcome. Yeah. Because it does feel good. I mean, it's, it's always nerve wracking going into a new place, not knowing anybody, not knowing what the structure is, who the coach is, whatever. So that was a cool experience that gave me something to use here. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. So I think we've, we've, every drop-in experience that I've had, I think I've learned something, mm -hmm. whether it be what we can do better or what we're already doing well and what maybe we can improve yeah. upon. Yeah. Um, so dropping in is valuable. And when you, we encourage you go drop in places, like yeah. try them out. If they're, if you're in a town, if you're dropping in here and you're checking out this podcast and you're in a town right now that has two or three other affiliates and you've never been to the other ones, you're missing out. Like, yeah, go try them. See what it's like. I encourage our members all the time. Like, go try the other gyms in the area. Go try the other CrossFit affiliates because yep. maybe you'll pick something up that you really like there and maybe that's a better fit for you and you'll enjoy the place more than that's that's the gym that you should be training at. Yep. And if if our members do go drop in somewhere outside of town, there's something that you just absolutely loved or there's something that you didn't love, come back and tell us. Yeah, It can only help us grow, get better, make sure we're doing things that people like, make sure we're leaving out things that they don't like. So take those drop-ins and uh, bring them back to us with some feedback. Yeah, that em we embrace feedback from members and coaches. Just, I mean, it helps us elevate this thing. Yeah, so. this, is, this is for the members, for you guys. So if you have feedback, bring it to us. Yeah. Love it. Good drop-in experience chat. Um, if you're in Coldwater, visit us at Fortitude CrossFit Coldwater. If you're in Angola, drop in CrossFit Angola. Um, you can find us on the web, CrossFitColdwater.com, CrossFitAngola.com. Yep. We're on all the socials. 
By the time, except for the tweeter, except for the tweeting, we're not. <laughs> we're not. I don't. I don't know how twi tweet. Uh, by the time this episode drops, we will have all of our episodes <coughs> on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Ooh. I've already got like thirty-five of them done. Really? Yep. So fancy. We are. Uh, we're on YouTube too. So check us out. Follow us on those. Make sure that you're leaving us a five-star review on YouTube or on uh, on iTunes. And Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you use to listen to your podcasts, share them with friends and family. Uh, we'd love to just kind of get our, you our give experiences a shout out. out. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to who's our sponsors this week. Do we have sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. We'll talk with you. <laughs>